Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the Friends with Boredom Podcast with your hosts, Jonathan Alisair and Chris Panic. Chris. 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 Um, I want everyone to know what you and I know. Uh, you were you were recently presented with an award. The 37th most handsome man in the tri-state area. Wow. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's a huge honor. Um, I, you know what it is? It's like those 36 other gentlemen that are ahead of me, I, I want to say the gap is like close. You know, we're all just so handsome. But being number 37... Because tri-state area is pretty big, you know? Yeah. A lot of men. A lot of men. So being number 37 is a great honor, honestly. No, I and I, that's... And I work really hard at it. I keep my body, like, in shape. Well, yeah, that's what I was... That's yeah, what I, was I do a lot of work to maintain this. Yeah, you, you, know? you do work uh, incredibly hard. Like, you know, think about what it takes to achieve... Greatness. The not just greatness, just the just the aura that you present. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm I'm what the kids would call a physical specimen. Yeah. Who runs on demon time? Wait. So I know kids say that, but what does it mean? I don't know. This demon time. I'm going goblin mode, dude. You're getting gremlin pussy, bro. Yeah. The only kind of pussy. Yeah. Dude, if you're not out here getting gremlin pussy in the year 2022, what are you even doing? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, so, Chris, it's been a long time since we've done an episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say so. A couple things have happened in the in that time. Um, a lot of things have actually happened. Um, yeah. Well, let's start with the lesser, the lesser things. Um, you and I both hit with waves of depression. Uh, which is yeah, yeah. which is always great. It's always good. I mean, it's tip. It's typical. But when Very you're a podcast normal. host, you know, having depression is 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 chicken noodle for the podcast soul. You know. Oh, that's such an old reference. It's, it's a good one. That's so old. So, now, I don't know that it. No, new. it's good. Listen. So we both had depression, and then I got the flu, and I was sick for like two and a half weeks. That's that was bad. Today's the first yeah, then day. I was just I, sick for a month. You were sick for a month with yeah. everything. 
Yeah. Literally everything. Yeah. yeah. And um, we had a, a passing in the family. Rest in peace. The, the, the great, the great Uncle Paul. Yes. Um, the greatest. And that's what yeah. I want to talk about really quick before we get into the, the, the mushy gushy. Do you have a, like a favorite quote from Uncle Paul? Um, I don't necessarily have a favorite quote, but like, uh, that's a man who spent a lot of years of my life calling me a fucking asshole yeah. and a fucking idiot. Yeah. So those are things that I like, I miss being called those things. I miss hearing him talk shit about someone. And whenever he talks shit about a woman that he didn't like, calling her either a nasty fucking pig or a fat fucking or pig. Yeah, or who would pig bitch. Yeah. And those things yeah. could, like, even if they weren't true in his mind, they were true. When he said it, he said it with such conviction. Yes. Strong. Yeah. A strong conviction. Yeah, so you, like, from that point forward, if he called you that, that's what you were. Not just to him, but to yes. everyone he spoke about it to. Correct. Yes. He, uh, he lived a good gay life. Yeah, the gayest yeah, life. For our listeners, yeah. he was, he was, a, he was a, a strong gay man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, now that we got that out of the way, another thing happened, actually. Uh, I saw my my sperm donor father. Good at man. A funeral. Um, Good man. He's he's he wants to do a podcast. He wants to create a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy, you know, to think about that. Like you and I created podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, we yeah. Were the first. Like, but it just goes to show the DNA, dude. It, exactly. Like podcasts didn't exist before Friends with Boredom. We came onto the scene. No. Suddenly, you got Joe Rogan. You got Mark Marin. Um, what we like to refer to as copycat. Exactly. You have the close-up magic. Uh, just a lot of these. <laughs> the close-up magic. Yeah. Um, nice. You have. And, and how how can we forget uh, more than a sport or whatever Smithy's podcast was called? You know, what was it called? More. Yo, shut up. More than a sport. Dude, more yo. I don't remember. Shut the f- no no no. Shut the fuck up. More than a sport, dude. I can't wait for him to hear this because a it's disrespectful, like the most disrespectful thing you've ever said to Smithy, because it was just called bigger than this. Wait, was it? Yeah, and you called it more than a sport. I really, I really couldn't remember the name. Like, I wanted to say more than basketball, but I was like, that doesn't sound like what it was called. It was probably like more than oh, sport boy. or something. Oh, Wait, what did you say it was called? From bigger than this, but you said more than more. Than. Okay, but like, really, that that was like. <laughs> if you were to describe his podcast to someone who never listened to it, like that, you would probably <laughs> use those words in some order. Bro, stop and see. Bro, more than a sport. 
Bro, you sound like a cat in heat when you laugh. Bro, bro, more than a sport, dude. <laughs> oh, whoo, Smithy, dude. What do you think Smithy's doing right now? Um, I'm not sure. Alexa, what time is it in Melbourne, Australia? <laughs> he's probably just waking up. He's probably just oh, he's, up. oh, so he's ready for coffee and a banh mi, dude. Yeah, isn't that strange? He'll he'll eat a banh mi in the morning. I mean, nothing wrong with that. No, but it's this. it's strange. You know, it's a little bit odd. I mean, we just like to poke fun at Smithy, so anything he do he does is like odd. Be- dude, he is a unique man. Smithy, dude. He, like, I have like between real life friends and social media friends. I'm probably at like over a thousand people that I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's one of a kind, that guy. Like I really, maybe it's because he's like the cultural differences, but he's, he's a, he's a, he's something. That one. He's a, he's a thing. He's definitely something. Smithy, dude. Yo, I don't know if we talked about this either in the last podcast. It's been this long. So we talked about me meeting my my sperm donor father. We talked about Paul passing, our bouts with depression, uh, our bouts with various illnesses. Um, yes. Kevin King got married. Oh, he did. Bro, That's right. One hell of a wedding. I mean, it, fantastic wedding. Dude, so when we got to the reception, I thought that was the like the thing. I thought that was it because that was – that was nice. Can I can I throw in a couple complaints about Kevin's wedding? Well, let's can we talk about the good things first? I feel like we owe it to him to be nice for a little bit before we just rip okay. him to shreds. So, the uh, reception was great, bro. The amount of booze that we were able to drink on his dime. Well, I everyone everyone there knew that I was fucked up. Yeah, you were. I was so drunk at one point that so you know Nick Raymond, tall mm-hmm. Nick, his brother, right? Uh, I was fucked up spilling my drink all over myself talking about climate change with him because he works in like, you know, like renewable energy yeah. and shit. He like went to school for it, whatever. So that's how drunk I was. Well, yeah. And again, you were able to do that because it was on yeah. Kevin King's dime. And if, it, if there's mm-hmm. anything I love more than Kevin King paying for me to do something, I don't know what it is because there's, there's nothing better. But... So yeah. he had great, great liquor choices, great beers. Um, the food during the reception was pretty good. There was a few things that were like, eh, but most of it, most of it was fantastic. It, yeah, I, oh, you're talking about cocktail hours? Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, eight out of ten. Yeah, cocktail hours. The first one. Uh, I thought co- so. My first complaint. I thought cocktail hour was mid. But you didn't eat any of the food. I had whatever you brought over, and it was all mid. No, you had whatever the the people walking by brought over no but you brought i had some of the stuff on your plate i didn't know that how dare you eat off my plate it was mid dude no, mid- no. food was made cocktail hour was made but the booze during cocktail hour Bro, the area that it was in looked like jurassic park beautiful yeah incredible. Oh, yeah. can you do a jurassic park noise for me I'd- like make a dinosaur noise do it Roar. do it no, come on. You, you, you I, do bro, why would I know how to do a dinosaur noise? Because you've always done No, it. I've done Chewbacca noises. No, but just do a dinosaur. Just do a dinosaur. Roar. 
Oh, God. Scree, scree. Oh, there, oh see, that was better. Scree, scree. That one? That, I mean, that one's fine. I feel I'll embarrassed scree, about scree. saying that. So, anyway, let's get let's let's stick on, on the topic. So, that was great. Yeah. Then the actual wedding happened, and they did this corny yeah, white people thing right. where they come out to songs like they're a starting lineup for a, a professional sports team. Always hated that. Um, but, it, you know, they're Caucasian. They have to do it. It's, it's, it, and they're, they're, you know, genetically predisposed to to doing those sorts of things at a wedding um they played aerosmith i don't want to miss a thing another thing like they're genetically predisposed to that like they had to do that um the food during the reception or whatever pretty good pretty good the bread was fire um my fa- this okay the bread my second complaint because you brought up the bread the bread was fire but I only got one yeah. bread, and that was upsetting. I need more than no, one. I that, dude, you no, know? I agree. Keep the bread flowing. As the 37th most handsome man in the tri-state area, wherever I go, I deserve more than one bread. No. But I will too. say this. I was fucked up, and I sent a text message that said, and I quote, I'm very fucked up right now. I just got handed warm bread. This is my bliss. And I stick... I, I'll, I'll stick to that. I was... I was in bliss. At that moment, I was feeling amazing. Now, let me tell you my favorite part of the wedding. A part that I don't think you participated in. The ice cream buffet that they did at the end. No, I didn't do that. No. One, the ice cream itself was very good. But they had this like banana sauce with actual like chopped up bananas in it. And you mix that with a little bit of the chocolate drizzle that they provided us with. Dude, I was in heaven. I I never experienced like you with the bread, the bliss you felt. That's what I felt with the ice cream. Yeah, I wasn't in the mood for, at that point, dude. I was so drunk. Yeah, I had stopped drinking um, because I tried to never drive. Stopped. But what did we do to cap it off? We left the wedding, and where did we go? Oh, yeah, that's where. Yeah, that's where this like wedding goes from. Like. You know, a, a mid experience to the greatest experience we ever had. Yeah, yeah, we went to White Castle, and something a lot of people don't know about Chris is when when he's under the influence of either alcohol or weed, he is a just even naturally sober. He's he's a pretty giving person, but when he's under the influence, especially with yeah. food, he will pay for everything he i dude yep. do you remember yep. the order uh it, i remember it like vaguely we had like the crave cake now explain to those because white castle isn't really a thing in a lot of the country what's a crave? oh uh, yeah 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 uh, so crave case is a literal box right filled with what is it like 30 sliders yes and like, granted, they're small sliders, but it's a lot of meat and bread and cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got the crave case. We definitely got chicken rings. We got three fries. I think we got mozzarella sticks, and then drinks around the drinks for everybody. You, did you mention the chicken rings? Yeah, yeah, chicken rings, mozzarella sticks, fries, mm-hmm. and drinks. Yeah. yeah, we did. We did the thing. We, you know. Ate- Almost all of it. I think there was, uh, no, you got two cases. No, no, one case, you one case, me- but there was enough for you and Nif to take home. Okay. 
I'll allow it then. Yeah, it was it was yeah. fantastic. And um, I woke up in the morning and I had leftover White Castle sliders. And they we didn't have a refrigerator in the hotel room, so your boy, you know, just ate them room temperature. Oh, you raw dog, yeah. dude, that's hot. Yeah, I didn't get sick either. Yeah. And then the next morning, yeah. we uh, after I ate that, we went to a diner and ate pretty damn well. Uh, so yeah, that all happened, and then you know I was in New York twice. I was last so month fucked in October. Up. What was that like for you? What being fucked no, up? Being or you me, being in New York twice within a span of like a week and a half felt good, dude. Yeah, it was nice to see my cousin. You know, for us to be immature, mm-hmm. for for us to play you know story mode together, like in Time person machine story mode. Time machine story mode, the the elite version of story yeah. mode. That's NBA um, 2K's like my era mode where you can just pick a team in the fucking eighties or nineties or two thousands and just like run through a a dynasty with them. That's the best thing. Yeah. That's the best thing that they've ever Great. done. It's the greatest thing on it. It's the thing. Chris last night won uh Michael Jordan's seventh ring while he was with yeah. the Wizards. In two thousand five, dude. Yeah. Good year. Yeah. Good year for me and Michael Jordan. You what know? happened for you in nine, or 2000, 2005? Uh, nothing good. Probably like a, some child abuse. A documentary by the game. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That was 2004, yeah, that's, though. That's cool. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh. Uh, something came I out in 2005. I in 05. Yeah. Um, so, let's talk, about, let's talk about two more things, Chris. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. This past week, Jason David Frank passed away. You're upset about it. I am. I am. Like, you know, one, I think every person who grew up watching Power Rangers in the 90s feels some sort of way about it. You know what I mean? They, They varying degrees of like being bummed out. Right. But I think I was hit pretty hard by it. Not because he was my favorite Power Ranger. He wasn't. Um. And not that I necessarily thought he was like this interesting or profound person either. I didn't. What is it? So, okay. Over the years, we've seen him kind of become a a figurehead for the Power Ranger brand. He was always happy to put on the costume again. Uh, He very much gave fans what they wanted he you know he wasn't it's not like he was a superstar by any means at this point in his career but at you know he's in his 40s he was never ashamed to go back and dive into what made him uh his money you know he wasn't afraid to butter his bread if you will and he knew it made yeah yeah, he knew it made the fans happy yeah and he dedicated himself to it with without shame and he was very proud to have influenced um so many 90s kids and bring such joy to so many people like that was that was evident and um i think when you learn about the details of his of his passing as someone who uh myself uh, has lost uh one of their best friends to suicide it's like it brought me back to that moment where after what happened to my friend, um, I remember I still ask myself this from time to time, but back then it was an everyday thing. Like, 
I can only imagine the pain he must have felt that there was no way out other than that. And it's like, it's heavy. It's heavy to think like how much pain this person who seems so happy and jovial and yeah, on the outside, look as someone who's on the outside looking in exactly who like where it seems like everything is okay, when you watch him like on not. social media, he always looked happy at, at the conventions, he'd especially be at. around his fans. That was like exactly his fans and his daughter who we would post on social media. And anytime he was working on a new project, he, he like was it seemed like he was elated. So, like, yeah, to have that sort of struggle, like, like I it just it I felt really, really bad because again. He's someone who brought a lot of happiness to millions of children in the nineties. You know what I mean? And now these, these children are adults and he's still like, you know, providing for them, you know, uh, scratching an itch that they have. And, you know, I think with the details that came out recently that he struggled with mental illness, um, he released a short film a couple of years ago where he sort of talked about his inner demons and he personified oh, them. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he personified them in in a way. It almost looked like an AA meeting and he just played various forms of his like inner demons. There was an ADHD one. There was one that was bipolar. There was one that was depression, one that was anxiety, one that was ego. Um, and it, not that it was a particularly good film, but it was insightful into the man that we had all grown up watching yeah yeah you know it's for sure it sucks we're getting older and you know our heroes are going to pass away the people we looked up to growing up are eventually all going to die but i think it's just it's difficult to come to terms with how he passed you know what i mean yeah do you and i think getting like a real adult inside look on like people's lives that like you'd probably net like with the social media age, right, we have more access to these people, more information about them. Like, you didn't know this shit about, like, old celebrities, like, way back in the day, you know? So I guess it's just, like, it's a lot more real. Yeah, they're, they, they've been humanized. The more active they are right. on social media, the more humanized uh, they become. And I think especially with someone like Jason, Jason David Frank, who, you know, was a, a huge star in the early to mid-90s. And still found, you know, roles here and there, you know, really up and up until as recently as the day he passed, he was still working. He was never in anything massive, but he made himself available at all these conventions. So not only did you see him on the TV, you saw him on his social media, you could actually see him in real life. You know, you, he was around, he made himself available and, you know, thinking about that fact too, over the last week, it reminded me of when we met him when we were children in 1997, yeah, he showed up at a, at a karate dojo, not far from your house. And, um, yeah, I wonder where that was. Honestly, you call up your dad and now see if like he remembers, but, uh, I'm going to tell this story and I hope you'll help me with it. Cause you know, my memory is not yeah, yeah. that great, but it was a karate dojo and we showed up and he would run us. Yeah, he basically like, didn't really teach us any karate. He did a little bit basic. Taught us how to like block and like jump. Block, jump, punch, like basic things. But like he doesn't have time to teach 30 random kids that he's never met karate. So whatever. 
everyone was there to see him because he was the Power Ranger. And he shows up in his fucking, his. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ninja robe or whatever the hell you wear. Your gi, I guess it is. Your gi, yeah. yeah you're um, gonna gi, dude. And he's showing us all these things. The motherfucker said a ninja yeah. robe. Shut what up, happened, dude. So anyway, he sits us down. He starts talking about us like follow your dreams anything is possible blah 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 gave us some insight into his his story you know how he came to find martial arts and eventually power rangers and then he goes around the room and he's asking everybody what they want to be when they grow up yeah every kid wanted to be a power ranger except for me and you you said a basketball player i said a football player which is like the most us answers ever Now, mind you, this I'm at this point in time. I'm probably like seven or eight, and Chris is like maybe six. Yeah, mate. Right. Exactly. So five, six. Yeah. So we gave these answers. Yeah, I want to be a basketball player. Chris wants to be a football player. And I remember he said, "Oh, that's good. You play." And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "That's great. Keep working at it." And then he goes on to the next kid. And like, I remember feeling so cool about that. But all the other kids said they wanted to be Power Rangers. Yeah, and he kind of, like, shot them down. He's like, ah, oh, you can't really be a Power Ranger. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, a real thing. And, like, that, which for some reason, pissed my father off. And, like, he wasn't doing he it to like be, it. like, in hindsight, he wasn't doing it to be mean. He was like, like, no, what are, what are your other goals? But, yeah, your father didn't right. like it. So we go back after the, the, the whole karate session. He's in the back, and he's signing autographs for all the kids. And... We're waiting in line, and we eventually get up to him, and he signs our stuff, and then your father starts talking to him. What does your father say, Chris? He, I don't remember exactly the way he said it or whatever, but like he he essentially told him that like that like he didn't like him, and that like he's like my kids like the Red Ranger better anyway, like just like being a yeah, dickhead. Be- all because he told. A bunch of children that being a Power Ranger isn't a possibility. Meanwhile, this fucking guy, until the day he died, was a Power Ranger. Was still a Power yeah, Ranger. Which, yeah. you know, you got to respect. Like I said earlier, you have to respect it. Like, he never he never stopped never stopping, you know? Yeah. I wish I, wish I would have got a chance to meet him just to ask him if he remembers that. Because that is such a good insult by your father. Like there's no like a hundred percent. First of all, your dad is older than him. So imagine this guy who's a couple years older than you coming up to you and be like, "Yeah, my kids like the fucking Red Ranger better anyway." Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, and truth be told, Jason David Frank could have fucked your father up if he wanted to. Hundred percent. I don't even remember yeah. Jason David Frank saying anything back. Uh, no, well, I mean, what was he really gonna say? You know, like, yeah, I don't know. The guy who had a lot to lose at the top, you know, he's the fucking yeah. He was the he was the Red Turbo Ranger in 1997. Is that is that when that was? Was he Red Turbo Ranger at that point? I think so. Oh, interesting. I don't remember what color he was. He, he yeah, he was the Red Turbo Ranger because the Blue Turbo Ranger was a child. 
Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yo, dead. I forgot about that. The Blue Ranger was a child. Yeah. Little kid. Um, so yeah, that was that's that's depressing. You know, I think I think it's a shame. I think it's a real shame that that happened. And uh, I think it was cool though in the aftermath of that to kind of see all the Power Rangers that we grew up with. So f- I think you and I stopped watching around the same time. I think we made it from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers to like the Ninja Rangers and then to the Turbo Rangers. And we may have dipped early on into like the Space Rangers or whatever it was, Galaxy. I'm 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 gonna keep it seventeen hundred with you. I went further than I wanted. Don't don't tell me that. How long did you watch it for? What what era time. did you get to before you stopped? <laughs> did you get to the Dino Rangers? Stop it. Stop it. Like, Stop it. He was in Dino Rangers too. So here's wasn't yeah, he Dr. So Tommy, Tommy Oliver back then? Yeah, I I wasn't I wasn't like going hard for the Power Rangers for all that time. But if there was like a new season, I would check it out to see like, you know. Okay, but if I like fucked with it or not. Going. And I'm talking as far as like even I don't know, they had like uh, bruh, I can't remember what they were called, but hold on, let's it was like Power Rangers Ninja Force or something. Ninja Storm. Like, I don't know. I, I like what early the, to mid 2000s I'm talking like I'm like a fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like an adult. Wow. Like checking out Power Rangers. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I never would have you you've kept that a secret for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't tell people no, that. You shouldn't tell people that. There's a reason why. Yeah, no. Um Yeah, yeah. You don't tell people that. But it's like a nostalgic thing, you know, it's the Power Rangers, I dude. I don't know about that. Um, the last th- I, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'll bring it up really quick. He was working on a movie with the uh-huh. Bat and the Sun guys. You ever see those videos where like they'll have like the Green Ranger versus Ryu from Street Fighter? Yeah, 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 yeah. Versus the White Ranger, like that that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. First of all, those videos yeah. are always very cool. But he was working on a new project with them uh, called The Legend of the White Dragon which was very clearly a Power Rangers knockoff that he couldn't do because Saban and Hasbro owns the, the brand. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks so terrible. It looks so awful. And I was already planning to see it when he was alive, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I would have watched it. The trailer looked like ridiculous, but they I know Bat in the Sun has really cool action sequences. So I was like, oh, you have me there. Um, I think the, the filming has finished wrapping or has, has wrapped, I should say, probably post-production. I think with his passing and how many people are like clamoring for the release of this thing, I wouldn't be surprised if like Netflix, Amazon, or Hulu picks it up on the cheap just to kind of... Could you imagine? It'd be a cool thing, cool cool thing to to sort of go out on hell maybe they can that one of those networks can pick it up and suddenly they have even more money to improve the special effects and and stuff like that um yeah that'd be cool but yeah let's uh let's transition into a couple things now i want to keep this timely um yeah yeah yeah. because with football season and basketball and sports in general like things change so suddenly 
And I want to keep this to uh, like keep this in a place where people can go back and listen to this episode two, three weeks down the road, you know, and it still be somewhat relevant. But can we talk about Mike White yeah. for a second? Can you? You mean you mean Tom Brady? Yes. Well, before that, also Legatron is a great nickname. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best. Well, now yeah. let's transition to the quarterback, Mike White. Um, are you you're stoked about this? You're you like the Jets look I like they it. looked like an NFL team, right? Yeah, they, they they looked like an NFL offense. Listen, here's the thing: I'm still okay. So I I like I've been saying this all season about the Jets, right? There's one thing that I've been consistent about, and that is the offensive coordinator's dog shit, right? And he is like even I didn't love like I just. The play calling wasn't great, but the fact that Mike White ran the offense, was making pre-snap reads, was doing all the things, timing throws, his footwork was good, like, he knew where he had to go with the ball, like, all that stuff. It, like, masked the fact that, like, this guy can't call plays, but it also looks like maybe his play calling also isn't that dog shit either, because... When you have a quarterback who could be a quarterback, the offense is going to be an NFL offense. And you're going to... Bro, he hit 10 different receivers. I can't even tell you the last time a Jet quarterback did that. Zach Wilson could barely hit one receiver, let alone 10. You know what I mean? So it's like one of those things where uh, it was awesome to see. It felt good. They looked good. Um, And... It was like a bright spot for like a weird season where they've been a really good team, but they but they've also kind of been dog shit at the same time. Yeah, they they were getting so, by on their run game and their incredible defense. Right. Um, uh, now I want to ask you something. So I, Keep it like I guess, uh-huh. like I said, people are going to still yep. be listening to this in like two three weeks. What needs to happen over these next few weeks? and potentially going into the playoffs, if we're lucky, and even beyond that, into the offseason, for Zach Wilson to either earn his 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 spot back or for the team just to be like, you know what, this going forward, this is over. This, this, isn't, this isn't working for us. Well, here's the thing. Mike White has to completely blow them out of the water mm-hmm. The next couple, like, if he does this consistently, like, the big the big tell is going to be the Vikings game, right? Because they're a legitimate team. Their defense has been, like, a little, like, sporadic and up and down. But for the most part, they, like, get stops. They're, like, a decent defense, right? So it's, like, the big tell is if Mike White, if Mike White comes out and throws for, you know, what did he have? Like, almost 400 yards, three touchdowns, yards. you know? Yeah, yeah. So he had over 300 yards, three touchdowns. Like if he has a game like that against the Vikings, it's kind of like making more and more of a case that, like, you know, maybe Mike White is kind of like the the quarterback for the okay, team. Okay, but let's say he comes uh, out and it's just like, okay, he was he was okay, he was you know he's fine, but then he comes out against the Bills and he has another big game. Yeah, no, that's I mean that's also going to be something that's important. Um, so it's just like a weird thing because their goal, right? They're like, 
and I don't know if it's maybe them in general or it comes from like ownership or the top. Their goal is Zach Wilson and making Zach Wilson their future. They said it from the beginning. They're pushing like a reset. They want Zach to get right, blah, 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 whatever. I don't know, especially with the sample size of what we've seen from Zach and like by the numbers, he's by the numbers, he's been the worst like franchise quarterback draft pick ever. Like numbers are worse than Sanchez. Numbers are worse than Darnold. Like and and largely he's looked pretty bad. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't know that there's getting him right. Mm-hmm. Um I saw an interview he did from today or yesterday where they like asked him again about being benched, asked him about the situation, asked him about his like answers. And honestly, Zach kind of like surprises me for like him being like a spoiled rich kid who kind of like has been pretty lackluster and like doesn't have like great answers so far. He kind of handled it like pretty well where like he was like, oh, his dad called him after the game and kind of like chewed him out for like what he said. And he's like insistent on like getting right and like being the player of the future. Great, fine. And he's doing all the things, right? He's working on his footwork. He's working on like some of those throws that he wasn't making. Fine, great, wonderful. Um, I just don't know the timeline on that, like getting your footwork right and getting all that. It's not like a couple weeks thing because what we see on tape from him is like is like throwing off his back foot all the time. Like bad, like bad, missing throws, like missing short throws, dump offs, like easy throws, right? So I don't know what the timeline is on that. And if Mike White keeps on like looking good, I don't see him coming and playing this season because it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't that's make sort sense. of my logic as well. I just like, <clears throat> and if you want to like quote unquote get him right, you sit him for the mm-hmm. rest of the year and you work on those footwork issues, the, all these issues, these throwing issues, mechanical errors, because you don't just fix those overnight. You need time. You need an off season. You need you know practice reps like. It's it's not something that's fixed in a couple weeks. So I don't really understand the need for them to say that they want to play him like right away or like play him like this year again, especially with how Mike White played. Mike White is the only court. He's had two of the biggest games in Jet history, which is like embarrassing for the Jets, but like that's the reality of the situation. So Mike White in a small sample size has been one of the best jet quarterbacks of all time by the numbers. So it's like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see the need to bring Zach back right away. You felt a little dirty saying but there's that, a, by the there's way. a chance. There's a chance that he does come back before the end of the year. I think, <clears throat> I think they should, regardless of how Mike white plays, keep him, just keep him on the bench. Truthfully, just keep like, he's got weight. Like, He's got way too many, like you said, issues, way too many mistakes, way too much learning to do. It's fundamental mechanical. And they're not going to be things that are fixed this year. And I think given how good this team can be, and with the surprising like record that we have right now, it would be foolish not to continue trying to compete with your best right now. And it's crazy because the instant difference in like the locker room and the players response to Mike White and all that shit like post game 
even mid-game, even mid-week during practice, like from what you you know I, I read, it's like completely different. So it's like uh, I I don't know how, how do you how do you take that away from the guys who are excited to play with him? You know what I mean? Exactly. No, you're 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 right. Chemistry is a is a big thing, and that's that's the one thing that I think is is transcendent in pretty much every field of work there is, whether it be professional sports, office jobs, whatever it is, you got to be able to get along and have good working relationships with the people around you in order for whatever you're doing to succeed. Yeah, exactly. So like it would be foolish to, to, to meddle with that right now. I don't, it's just, I don't know. Um, we're running low on time. I, I wanted to talk a little bit about basketball, but I, I don't really give a fuck, honestly, truthfully. Like, I, I really don't give a fuck about basketball right now. Dude, basketball sucks. Basketball does suck. It's just, it's just, not, good. It's just not good anymore. It's not good. It's not a good game. Um, no. It's a bad yeah. game. Are there any last things you want to talk about? Any, any points of interest? Because I, I want to talk about Cyberpunk, but I think we're going to wait for, for Singathin to come on. We got to wait for, yeah, we got to um, wait for Singathin, honestly. But I do want to say I've been playing the shit out of the game ever since I watched the anime. So I'm super excited to get on that, that episode with uh, Singathin. Yeah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Should we do, should we do shout outs or is there other things you want to talk about before we? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, your stomach feel you okay? Know, uh, not really. Not mine honestly. either. I've been making cockies that are pretty not solid. Yeah, some honestly. some watery dukes. Yeah, lots of antibiotics. Oh, oh yeah. You know what, that dude? Too. I'm trying to counteract it with probiotics. And we're on the up and up. Today's cocky, though not too solid, mm-hmm. a little more solid. Okay. So that's good. That's good. I'm I'm, I'm elated. Uh, to hear that. Oh, here's one thing I do want to talk about. There was a word. There are two words that you uh, you asked Singathin about like two weeks ago. Why people don't use them what anymore? Because I don't remember. What were the words? I don't remember. Come on, you you know you know the words. No, I really I literally no, don't antidote. Remember. I know I did. Oh, antidote! Right. People don't use the right. word antidote anymore. No, they and the don't. other one, a uh, great, also great song by Travis Scott. Antidote. antidote. That's a song by Travis Scott. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more you know, brother. Interesting. And the other word, what was it? A uh, was it elixir? Elix. Was it I elixir? Don't I don't. I know the first one was antidote. I don't remember the second one. Either way. The no. word elixir should be used more often as well. Elixir, antidote. No, there was one more. Hold on. Because now I'm curious. I think words like harvest need to come back. I don't like harvest. Really? Manufactured, dude. Manufactured, yeah. Like when you're when you're when you're baiting yourself in, in the bathroom, you know, and you just what are you doing? You're harvesting. You're harvesting things, you know? You're harvesting the antidote. I'm going to harvest your antidote. I wish you would. Dude, Dude, you know who you look like when you look down like that? 
Ooh. You look like Beast from X-Men. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny, dude. I like that. You do that. look like Beast from X-Men. You better hurry up and find that. Bro, I can't wait to see the Sonic series you know what? where Tails has cyberware, dude. It Hold takes on. you 37 minutes to find it. Just type in the word antidote and you'll find it on your phone. Oh, serum. serum. Yeah. That was the other serum. word. Serum. Yeah, it's weird that those words yeah, don't serum really. And, antidote. and like the word cyber, like, like we talked about in the 80s, everything regarding sci-fi had the word cyber in it, like cyberkinetic, you know? Yeah. Cybertron, like that doesn't none of it exists. Yeah, and we live in the age of like cyber. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, there's the, the, you don't hear cyber anymore. No, it's bullshit, dude. All right, so I think that's it. That's a wrap. We're approaching forty three minutes. Um, you want to do our shout outs? I I don't know that I have anything to shout out. You're gonna shout something out. All right, so. I think we should do a, a few things. We should shout out to those who have passed. Uh, Jason David Frank, Kevin Conroy, who played the animated Batman in the 90s um, and really played. Oh, yeah. Yo, that was fucked yeah, up. Yeah, he played Batman through. The, I mean, he was still playing Batman. He never stopped. Yeah, being literally. Batman. Yeah, he was going to play like he was supposed to do like a live action Batman. Was too. he? Yeah, he was going to suit up. Well, he already once. said he did yeah. suit up once, didn't he? No, 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 no. Oh, that would ever. have been cool to see. Um, so yeah. shout out to those two. Shout out to Uncle Paul. Um, James Conn. James, James Conn passed a, a while ago. But yeah, shout out to him for sure. Ray Liotta. Um, Ray Liotta. <laughs> I know. I want Charles to come on the podcast so we can just talk. We should do a Ray Liotta episode. I mean, what are we gonna watch? The B movie, yeah, B movie, Goodfellas, um, and Copland. I've never even heard. Copland of Copland. is so good. Stallone gave a is fucking it? phenomenal performance in Copland. It's got De Niro, Keitel, um, oh, Stallone, exactly, Leota. All right, so yeah, shout out those guys, and of course, shout out uh, to our dear gay uncle Paul. Yeah. All right, Chris, you got to shout out something. You got someone. I got something or Bol someone. Bol. Shout out Bol Bol. No. Um, shout out. Who am I going to shout out? Um, yo, shout out fucking Mike White, yeah, dude. that's good. Shout out Mike White, brother. Oh, and shout out Wyatt Allen. Great guy. Great yeah, guy. Sure. Why not? Okay. Yeah, yeah, handsome. All right, that's it. That's uh, that's the latest episodes of uh, the Peaches with Boredom. With, yeah, Boredom with Cox. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, mom and dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.